Welcome back, everyone. This is Eric Ellison with the Digital Education Podcast, and we're on um, a series. It's kind of the fourth short series that I've done uh, since we've been on the pandemic or the COVID shutdown. And so today I'm with a really good friend, somebody who I get to travel with, spend time with, um, but then, you know, just kind of get excited about the work that she's doing. It's Jenny Brady. So Jenny, I'm going to ask you this question I've been asking in this series is who's missing from our schools and from leadership within our schools? It's such an interesting question because I think that um, depending on who you ask, you'll get different responses. But you know me and you know how my brain works. And there's definitely one group that I think is missing that um, keeps me up and keeps me um, excited about the work and excited about the potential. And I think that that's people of color. Obviously, you and I are white and maybe not so obviously to those listening in, but I'm white, you're white. Um, but it's definitely an area that I see a need in and I see the privilege and maybe um, the opportunity for us to be able to help in that area. I mean, if you just look at the statistics within public school teachers and public school leaders, you realize that it's not only a Christian schools situation, it's also a national situation. And so as you think about that, you start thinking, okay, what do we need to do to create, um, I guess, a space for um, Christian school leaders who are people of color? How do we bring them into our schools? How do we mentor them up to positions of leadership? And then um, how do we keep them? That's a big question also is how do we keep them in our schools? And so some of it has to do with just even letting them know that Christian schools are around. I mean, that's some things that we've been discussing is do people of color, do um, teachers of color, do leaders of color know about Christian schools and know about the opportunities within Christian schools? And then as we inform them of that, how do we inform them of the opportunities? So what does the recruitment look like? Is it that active recruitment of people who are searching or is it that recruitment of people who currently have positions of leadership in public schools, how do we get them in? And then how do we make sure that we have created a space for them that we want them in our schools? So yeah, it's something that I'm constantly wrestling with. So let me ask like maybe one or two follow-up questions because you bring up all kinds of things is what, when we, when we see this, it is a professional problem nationally and even I think what we're finding is in other countries as well, right? That the diversity um, within our schools, especially especially in leadership is not that great. And so maybe one question first is, is how do we go find people of color and convince them that this is a worthy profession to pursue? Yeah, I think we have to think outside the box. I think oftentimes within Christian education, we have certain avenues that we recruit from. Um, those can be people that we associate with. Those can be with organizations. And I would venture to say that those aren't generally very diverse. And so we're going to have to think outside the box. And where do we go to find them? Where, who are, what churches are we reaching into you know what what colleges and universities one of the things we started a few years ago was a historically black college and university fair and um, we wanted to expand our students um, understanding of the college opportunities that they have what we didn't realize is that that would also allow for a diversity of people to be walking our campus and um, see our school and then think about applying as they saw what the education that we were providing for our students so it's it's truly thinking outside the box in regard regards to where we're looking for our applicants. How early should we start 
maybe that's the last question because I think one of the things is we we I, I'm wondering like we we have these students at our school why not start with them and see who's interested in education and start providing them scholarships to go off and get a teaching degree and become a teacher. And then ultimately, you know what, tie it into, hey, you're coming back and working your first, you know, two to five years for us, right? Or, or with us and, and, and that, that cycle, like, I, I feel like we start too late in the process to be able to make a significant difference on the bigger picture. Yeah, no, I love that. And there's been proven, uh, that's a proven practice with some, with different business opportunities and everything else. And so within Christian schools, why aren't we considering that? Why aren't we partnering with organizations that will allow our students to be mentored into these positions, especially the ones that we identify that would be phenomenal teachers and administrators? Um, I do think that there is oftentimes within schooling, we're reactive. We have an open position. We want it filled pretty quickly. So um, I remember one teacher, one time we, I knew we were going to need a math teacher in a few years. And it took me two years to get a phenomenal teacher of color. But I just stayed on the conversation with him constantly. He was not going to come. He's like, I have no desire to be in a Christian school. I am in a school where I can give back to my people group. This is my comfort zone. What, what would I do in your school? But we just continued the conversation for two years and he finally came over to our school and he's made an incredible impact on our students. Um, I think that within people of color too, as we bring them into our schools as teachers, we, we need to have a mentorship program into those leadership positions as well, um, especially as we identify them. I don't want to pull everyone out of the classroom, but I do think it helps when you have a diversity represented amongst your administration. It helps as you're making those policies and procedures. It helps you think outside the box and it helps all of our students see people of color in leadership positions and that gives them a broader view of the world. So. Um, yeah. I, I'm gonna put you on the spot. One last question. You, you talk about teachers, you know, you talk about administrators. How important it is, is it to start getting board members who value this and believe in this? Yeah, I, so I have, um, I've been in this position for a while now, and I remember when the discussion was simply around women board members, how badly we needed women on the board of schools. Um, and now as I look at board, as I'm looking at schools and their board um, demographics, you're realizing a significant gap with people of color on board. And I do think it's extremely important. Not only does it help um, does it help set the tone as you're looking at those strategic plans, but it also helps as we're recruiting and attracting faculty and staff and administrators of color. They want to see the diversity. They want to see that it is something that diversity, equity, and inclusion is something that is important to that community. And there's probably no better way to show it than with leadership who are people of color. Jenny, thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, Eric.